Welcome to the KMC Show, episode 2.3. So in episode 2.3, we're just going to cover some to- a little bit of the topics that were covered in episode 2. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the NBA possibly bringing in a four-point line. And we're going to also talk about uh, there was an incident in my hometown um, on Saturday night. And I definitely will uh, talk about that. And uh, Nick Foles of the, the Philadelphia Eagles is rumored to be traded. So we're going to do a segment on that. And also in the mix, we're going to talk about the the last uh, Oscars that happened on Sunday. Uh, it was the lowest rated Oscars of all time. So I'm just going to list some reasons why I think that happened. So keep it locked on the KMC show and let's start the show. You're listening to the KMC on Anchor. First up, we got Kevin Touch calling in about the rule changes I was talking about in episode two, uh, specifically about uh, the four-point line and what would that look look like. Let's hear what he's got to say. KMC, I'm loving the changes, my man. Those are the exact two of the, you got the baseball right. Uh, like literally, I don't know if you watched the Little League World Series. That's huge in my area. It's like a religious holiday. Like, it's crazy. But the thing is with the Little League is after the fifth inning or fourth inning, if the home team don't get within eight runs, I believe that's the limit even, the game is over. Might be ten for the the actual tournament, but real Little League baseball is eight. For the NBA, I watch the Harlem Globetrotters a lot on YouTube. They got that like wonderful pistachio four-point shot with the little circle. You have to be within the circle. I don't think that works with the circle, but the straight line I think would work better. But it'd be cool if they bring a circle in because then you just have to get to one location. Man, that'd be crazy. That means we can get a five-point play in basketball. You make the four and a foul. Yeah, thanks, KT, for calling in. I had to Google the four-point circle you were talking about in your in your voice message. And I saw it, and I don't know if I like that. The, the four-point circle is about, um, I think, 30, looks like about 30 feet away from the rim. And it's it's interesting, but I think people, I think it would be guarded. Like, it, you, it would be difficult uh, to get an open look for from that circle because they know where you got to be on the court. So um it would it would only probably be used in a last minute situation or on on a a rush uh sorry a fast break situation. Um so I don't know if a a a circle a four point circle is the right approach. But I do like the, the four point arc. When I was looking up the four-point circle you were talking about, I saw a four-point arc. 
uh, and it's 30 feet away from the rim, which is a good distance. The the three-point line in the NBA, I believe, is is uh, 23 feet from the rim. So I like what I saw there. If you want to see it yourself, uh, just type in four-point line Harlem Globetrotters in Google and check images. And that four-point arc looks pretty good. I, I really like that. I think the NBA should try it out. I, I really think it would work. Um, because the three-point shot is is such a big part of the NBA today. If you int- integrate the four-point shot, it might open things up a lot in the NBA. Um, probably you'd get more inside looks because nobody would be around the rim. Everyone would be around the perimeter, the defenders. So it would definitely help the big men uh, get more points because you you probably have some open looks the the floor would be more spread out um, so i I really like the idea of a four point line I'm really hoping the NBA tries to develop it put it in the G league first to see how it works to see if it's uh viable and and then if it looks good if it plays well put it in the all-star game and then if that works, put it in the regular season and, and the playoffs. So um, I, I'm on board with it. I know, I believe it's Chris Weber who's on board with it as well. Um, so the, there's people out there that like the idea. Let's hope they get it done. You're listening to the KMC Show exclusively on Anchor. Keep it locked. The NFL is starting to gear up for next season. And uh, we're seeing a lot of news and rumors coming out of the NFL. Uh, Franchise tags on Le'Avon Bell and others. Um, The Combine is going on right now. Um, There's a prospect, last name Barkley. I think it's Saquon Barkley, um, whose NFL comparison is Barry Sanders, who is a running back legend from the Detroit Lions. Um... He has high numbers in his uh, sprints and and all that jazz. And so he is definitely a, a top prospect at running back. Could be a, a game changer at running back since uh, he has better numbers than Ezekiel Elliott. Um, so he might be a top pick in this year's draft. But the news that's catching my eye, because I'm a huge Eagles fan, is Nick Foles is rumored to be traded from the Eagles for a high draft pick. Uh, The latest rumor was the Buffalo Bills have offered a second rounder, but the Eagles want something even greater than that. So my first thought is, oh no, this is not good because uh, Carson Wentz is not 100%. We need Nick Foles uh, to take week one, maybe week two, and then uh, Carson Wentz can take over when he's 100%. But on the other hand, Nick Foles' trade value is at an all-time high. You're never going to get uh, a second or first for Nick Foles ever again. And I don't know who their their third string is, but um, you can go out and sign somebody, I, I guess. Maybe a Colin Kaepernick if, if he's ready and, uh, and fill that void. So I don't know. 
Um, I, I'm guessing they are going to trade him because because first round picks and second round picks they're hard to get. It's it's almost like you're uh, trading for a starter in a position that you need. So my guess is he's gone. Uh, it would be sad to see him go because he's the Super Bowl MVP. Beat Brady did awesome. Um, great things for 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 Philadelphia. Um, so it would be so, uh, sad to see him go. But it is a business, and uh, next season is a whole new story. So uh, I totally could see it happening. But there's part of me that hopes he stays. You're listening to the unstoppable one who gets the job done. KMC on Anchor. On Saturday night, there was an incident in my hometown of Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Saturday night on Lock Street in Hamilton, which is a street that uh, is uh, fairly newly renovated. There's a lot of independent restaurants and shops on Lock Street. It's it's not a, a long street. It's not a, a high traffic street, um, but it, it is uh, being um, renovated and being restored. And it's becoming a popular spot in the city of Hamilton. And Saturday night, uh, a, a group of 20 to 30 people dressed in black from head to toe, uh, paraded down the street, throwing rocks, shooting off fireworks, um, uh, chanting, um, and it destroyed many of the uh, storefronts, uh, windows with and egging people and egging the stores. Uh, it was just an ugly scene. Um, they held the sign that said, we are the ungovernables. So makes me think that they're um, anarch- anarchists, um, but uh, they just caused major damage. Police came, but didn't catch anyone. Uh, it was just sad to see all these new small businesses uh, being destroyed. But on Sunday, um, the city of Hamilton got together and and showed tremendous love and support for these small businesses and helped uh, repair the damage, um, um, wrote messages of encouragement and love on the boards that were put up in, in place of windows. Um, lots of people turned out. Unfortunately, I wasn't there, um, but I knew people who were there and uh, they thought it was awesome, they, it was great. Um, so it's always great to see the city get, come together as one and, and support each other. And, and uh, it was just uh, a great thing, a great resiliency of that city, of that part of the city on Lock Street. Um, so just uh, hats off to all those people that helped out. Um, I wish I could have went. Well, uh, I didn't, but... Um, yeah, it, it was just a great thing to see the recovery. It's still going on, and and hopefully uh, this never happens again. Hello, Anchor. This is the KMC Robot. You're listening to the KMC on Anchor. Keep it locked.
So this past Sunday's Oscars award show was the lowest rated Oscars show of all time. Now, I didn't watch the show. Uh, I heard it wasn't a bad show. But I have some theories on why that happened. Number one reason why I think that happened is because not many people saw the movies that were nominated. Um, None of the big blockbusters of 2018 were on the best film category. Um, I, I didn't, I personally didn't see any of them. I wanted to see Get Out, um, but I didn't see it. I haven't seen it yet. Um, but that was the only one on the list that I kind of wanted to see. All the other ones, I, I had no interest. So I think I, I'm not the only one. I'm thinking millions of people um, didn't want to see, like didn't really care who won. So they're not going to watch. Uh, Another reason is uh, Jimmy Kimmel hosted again. Jimmy Kimmel is funny. He's great. Um, He was a good host last year. Um, But uh, I think you need to switch it up every year because uh, people like that, I think. Um, They want to see different people host and different uh, kind of comedy styles. So I I, I think uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel hosting... Um, I think that was a factor. And the other thing um, is the political aspect of the Oscars. Uh, A lot of people don't want to tune in because they don't want to be lectured for three hours. And uh, um, so that was a huge part of it. Um, And they're probably tired of, of the political aspect. They want to escape for a while. Um, so I, I think, um, but it's impossible for them to stop that. Like they have to speak out. That's democracy. Um, but there is a section of the population that doesn't want to hear anything about it. So that's another reason. Another reason it's too long. Like the, the show could be two hours and it would be fine. They really need to shorten the show down, cut out of some of the awards that are awarded. They, I think that would benefit the show. If you could keep it under two hours, um, you're going to get a ton more viewers. Um, and that's about it I can think of. There, Like award shows, these live events, TV events, they're, they're not drawing as much as they used to. The TV landscape is changing. Kids aren't watching TV anymore. They're watching YouTube, um, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, uh, Twitter. Um, They just see short videos that that they're watching. Uh, Regular television is definitely on the way out. Um, Only sports is, is keeping it alive in my opinion right now if we didn't if i wasn't a big sports fan i don't think i would have cable tv um and i i'm thinking there's a lot of people like that because uh kids and adults they're switching to netflix they want the on demand service they don't want to wait for their show to come on they they want to be on demand and that's part of what anchor is right now too is on demand, everything is is on demand. Um, music, movies, 
and TV, all, all forms of media. You just dial it up, type it in what you want to see, and boom, it's there. You don't have to sit through commercials. You don't have to uh, wait for your show to start. It, it's uh, very convenient. It's right there whenever you need it. So um, people in commercial television, um, they need to switch it up because it's on the way out. It, it's, it's a dying industry. You can see it coming a mile away. You just hope that uh, they see it too. Listening to the KMC show with breaking news. Breaking news. Yep, yep, KMC robot. We got some breaking news. Some really good news, actually. Uh, Usually, breaking news is not so great news when you watch CNN, but uh, this breaking news is very positive news. And it it comes out of Cleveland. Uh, Kevin Love has written a Players Tribune article detailing. A panic attack he had recently. And, and this is good news because I'm an advocate for breaking the stigma on mental health. And, and this article definitely helps that 100%. Um, Kevin Love was inspired by Toronto Raptors' DeMar DeRozan, who recently spoke out and, uh, and talked about his battle with depression um, and and we did see uh, last year Toronto Blue Jays reliever Roberto Osuna have a, a, a similar um, press conference and uh, talked about his battle with depression. So the stigma is slowly changing. Uh, we, we can talk about our feelings and, and feel good about it. Um, it it's so great to see. Uh, I just wanted to get that out there. Uh, I might do another segment on that in a future episode. But if you get a chance, go out and read uh, Kevin Love's article in the Players' Tribune. It's very inspiring. It's very uh, uh, telling. Um, And it's inspirational as well. Um, For these high-profile star athletes uh, to go out there and and admit uh, something's going on, that uh, there, there's um, something behind the scenes that normally we wouldn't talk about, but now it's 2018, let's get out there and talk about it, and maybe we can help some people that are going through the same thing. Um, so it's, an, it's a great, great thing. Um, so uh, hats off again to DeMar DeRozan and now Kevin Love. I'm sure more people are going are gonna to speak out. Never forget what you have learned of our past. From its lessons, the future is forged. You're listening to the KMC on Anchor. Keep it locked. So with that, that concludes episode one, uh, sorry, 2.3. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate uh, taking the time out of your day to listen to the KMC show. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on in in the next couple of days, but I hope to get something out there soon. Um, So if you have any questions or comments, please voice message in, and we'll get that on the next episode. 
So I hope everyone's having a good day. Good evening. Take care. Peace. You have been listening to The KMC Show exclusively on Anchor. Keep it locked.